0: I think artificial intelligence will be a major ecosystem shift, not just in the consumer technology world, but in government, and I think it'll be like the shift we saw with cloud 10 or 15 years ago, or perhaps even like digitization of paper processes and forms in the 90s.
1: Today, on the Daily Scoop podcast from the Scoop News Group, what the future holds for GSA's technology transformation services. And how the GSA tech team is positioned to support federal adoption of AI. It's Tuesday, November 7th, 2023. Welcome to the Daily Scoop Podcast, where you'll hear the latest news and trends facing government leaders. I'm the host of the Daily Scoop Podcast, Billy Mitchell. Here's what's happening now The winners are in. Scoop News Group is thrilled to announce the winners of the 2023 Fed Scoop 50 Awards. Now in their 12th year, the Fed Scoop 50 Awards honor the most impactful leaders in the federal government who strive each day to leverage technology to transform government. Scoop News Group received more than 1 million votes across five categories in 2023. And this past year has been perhaps one of the most transformative for technology in the government space in recent memory. From the explosion of artificial intelligence use across government with the recent culmination of an executive order on AI, to an aggressive agenda to modernize digital experience for citizens and an unwavering focus on advancing cybersecurity through the adoption of commercial cloud technologies and zero trust capabilities, the work done by federal IT leaders in 2023 will shape the progress of our nation for years to come. To see this year's winners, visit fedscoop.com. In other news, the leaders of the House Science, Space and Technology Committee introduced a bill on Friday that would reauthorize legislation focused on the development of quantum research in the US. The National Quantum Initiative Reauthorization Act, sponsored by Chairman Frank Lucas and Ranking Member Zoe Lofgren, comes after the preceding 2018 law expired on September 30th and is meant to build off of those previous accomplishments in an effort to ensure US competitiveness against China and Russia. The bill includes provisions requiring the White House Office of Science and Technology Policy to develop a quantum research strategy with allies to compete with China and Russia, authorizing the National Institute of Standards and Technology to establish three centers for quantum research and authorizing the creation of a National Science Foundation hub to coordinate workforce pipelines. You can read more about these stories and much more at fedscoop.com. With the recent signing of the Executive Order on Artificial Intelligence, it will be incumbent upon the federal government to lead by example in adopting and deploying AI technologies. While that will be a whole-of-government effort, the General Services Administration and its Technology Transformation Services will be counted on as a central hub of tech expertise to assist other federal agencies sharing best practices, driving recruitment of talented AI professionals, and much more. To discuss that, as well as how TTS is continuing to scale and what she's learned in her first year leading the organization, is Anne Lewis, Director of Technology Transformation Services at GSA, who I spoke with at act Executive Leadership Conference in Hershey, Pennsylvania last week. Anne, so good to see you again. Welcome to the podcast.
0: Thanks so much. I'm so happy to be here.
1: Well, we're currently at uh, act ELC Conference in Hershey, Pennsylvania, and I'm excited to just kind of catch up with you for a bit because you've almost been in the role as TTS Director for a year now. I think you started in December of
0: 2022.
1: That's right. But I'd love to just kind of get a sense of what you've picked up over that time, what your priorities have been, and sort of going forward, Mm -hmm. what you hope to accomplish as the director of TTS.
0: Oh, thanks so much. Yeah, I'm really excited about TTS. This is like my my dream job in government to run an organization like this. TTS is the largest agency-independent technology organization in the federal government, and our portfolio is so broad. We're working on so many exciting things. Our administration and GSA priority programs are login.gov and FedRAMP, but we're also working on a long list of uh, basically anything you can think of. Gov probably lives in the TTS portfolio, and so uh, we we also um, build and deploy uh, search.gov, the digital analytics program, U.S. Web Design System, lots of different tools and products that we can use to help agencies use build help agencies use better building blocks to build better government websites. So what we really want to do is help agencies understand how to meet users where they are, how to remove barriers between where users show up on a digital property and where they're trying to get to, and adopt industry standard uh, tools whenever possible.
1: So you talked about some of the services that you know TTS is leaning into, a lot of the things that DGSA has been developing for quite a while now, and that really kind of resonates with some of the work that the administration's doing around CX. And mm-hmm. obviously, the, the DX memo recently came out. The digital experience memo uh, out of OMB, and I'm curious, you know, how is that impacting the work that uh, TTS is doing under those programs like USA.gov and others that it, it supports?
0: We're working really closely with our partners at OMB and OFCIO on the digital experience work, and we're really excited about it. As Claire Martorana said earlier today, it's a team sport for implementation. And so we're really excited at TTS to be implementation partners. And the scope of the work to modernize websites and and build using industry standard best practices is huge. It's going to touch every single website and every agency and every program. But the framework and the digital experience work is is really great to help agencies figure out not just how to start modernization, but really what that means and how to break it down into very practical frameworks that they can use to make um, important changes so that all websites could be accessible by all Americans who need them. We could all—all uh, websites could have a, a an excellent customer experience, and um, that we can really lean into human-centered design as a set of key practices, not something that we layer on after the fact when we realize we've built a bunch of websites that don't work really well. How can we start the modernization journey and start building new websites st- with those key principles of human-centered design?
1: Yeah, and I, it's it's nothing new to TTS or GSA because I think. Administrator Carnahan has been saying for a while, fix the damn website. So right, it, yeah. it's not like you're doing this just because there's new memo out. But um, speaking of you know new memos and new policy, uh, there's also a new FedRAMP draft memo out on the marketplace. Um, and um, curious, just because FedRAMP is within that portfolio that GSA sees and um, a part of what DTS does, how is that you know affecting the work you do there?
0: Yeah, I mean, so um, we're really excited to to scale up the FedRAMP program. We think it's an important um, connective layer between public and private, and uh, we want to make sure that FedRAMP allows agencies to deploy the best modern, secure technologies. Um, So we wholeheartedly uh, um, encourage dialogue between stakeholders and OMB through the public comment process uh, for the proposed guidance that's out now. And um, some important themes there that we take very seriously in the FedRAMP program are that FedRAMP must first and foremost be a security program, and we need to use agile principles and recognize that security is a risk management process. Um, so we know also that uh, the demand for uh, cloud service providers to go th- to become federal authorized has steadily increased over the last few years. So we're, we're doing what we can to, with the PMO to figure out the best ways of scaling those authorization processes while not sacrificing on security.
1: So obviously there's a new EO on the street about uh, artificial intelligence as of today, and um, it's going to impact all of government. So I'm curious your thoughts on how Um, Big of a deal that is now that we have this sort of guiding uh, principle order as well as how TTS is going to play a role um, in in sort of um, leading to uh, take action on that.
0: I think artificial intelligence will be a major ecosystem shift, not just in the consumer technology world, but in government. And I think it'll be like the shift we saw with cloud 10 or 15 years ago or perhaps even like digitization of paper processes and forms in the 90s. It's gonna impact everything from collaboration tools to how decisions are made with data. So we have a huge opportunity ahead of us for making systems work better, making systems work more efficiently, fairly, and we also face a huge risk of trusting imperfect automation processes to make decisions that could create or cause harm. So I think that, To be able to get this right, government needs to be at the table. And so what we're seeing with the artificial intelligence EO is an intention to do that and to really uh, invest in figuring out the right kinds of governance structures. And we also need to bring uh, AI talent into government And so this is something that Technology Transformation Services is directly involved in. There's going to be a national push for AI talent. And if uh, if any artificial intelligence practitioners are listening, you can go check out AI.gov and find a a list of exciting opportunities to do government service. Um, Within TTS, we're holding special fellowship hiring processes for the Presidential Innovation Fellows Program, which is a program for senior technologists of all stripes to do a one or two year tour of duty in government. And also the United States Digital Corps, which is uh, for early career technologists. So we'll have special AI tracks uh, for those fellowship programs. And I wholeheartedly encourage anyone listening to consider government service because this is an opportunity not just to figure out which tools to take a look at or consider adopting or which use cases to apply AI technologies to, but to sit at the table at all levels of government decision making and help government figure out how do we do this ethically, equitably, securely? How do we stay at pace with an emerging technology and deploy it in the ways that are really accountable to the American people?
1: So as we close out, you know, you've, like I mentioned at the top, you've been with TTS nearly a year and TTS itself has been around for, you know, several handfuls of years. I don't know exactly how old it is, but I would say it's seven or eight years, maybe roughly. That's right. Um, and, you know, it's scaled from, you know, it was once 18F and that's sort of, been layered on top of it and it's scaled up and it's you know really playing this pivotal role within government. What does the future look like for a uh, 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 organization like TTS as it kind of plots what, what comes next for itself?
0: TTS is a critical implementation partner for administration priorities. And we also want to be thought leaders who work hand in hand with agencies to help them figure out how to build and deploy better government experiences for the public. So we can do this from partnering with them on specific uh, implementation projects to pilot and prototype and show what's possible. And we can also do this from the policy and governance level um, and partner with agency leaders to figure out how do we think about modernization or enterprise data or system strategy writ large? How do we think about adoption of emerging technologies? What should we bring in and test? And how do we put the right safeguards and governance models around it so that we can be deploying technology ethically and staying at pace with change while also ultimately being accountable to the public. So I see TTS is growing not just in implementation capacity, but also in technology thought leadership, bringing the best ideas in from the tech world, but deploying them in a really pragmatic, low ego way that actually works for government.
1: Awesome. Well, Anne, thanks so much for your time. It's been fantastic chatting with you.
0: Likewise. Thanks so much for inviting me.
1: You can learn more about GSA's TTS and its mission at com. The daily scoop podcast is available on all podcast platforms if you've already rated the podcast on your platform of choice thanks so much high ratings and good reviews of the show help more people to find it the daily scoop podcast is a production of the scoop news group in washington dc adam butler and carlin fisher help put the show together and the entire scoop news group team contributes we'll be back again on thursday with a brand new episode until then i'm your host billy mitchell thanks so much for listening